Welcome to the This Week in Golf podcast, wrapping up the 2023 PGA Tour season, and Victor Hovland just won the Tour Championship. He won back-to-back weeks. He wins the BMW. He wins the Tour Championship. He gets an $18 million bonus, brings him to $32 million on the year of winnings. He won four tournaments. That's right, four. Everywhere else you'll hear it reported as three, but he actually won four. He won the Hero World Challenge. He won the Memorial Jack's Tournament. Hero World Challenge is actually Tiger's Tournament. He won Jack's Tournament. He won the BMW, and then he won the Tour Championship last week with an impressive performance. And I would say, probably, probably, if I'm saying it, it's my opinion, in my opinion, the player of the year. He is the player of the year. Now, you have Scotty Scheffler. Historic year. You have John Rahm with the four wins and the Masters. Also historic year. But for me, Hovland, he wins in the beginning of the season. He wins in the middle of the season. And then he ends ends up winning the last two tournaments. And really some quite impressive stats for Hovland. Um, in the majors as well. Okay. In the players championship, I know it's not a major, but he ties for third. The Arnold Palmer, he's 10th. Okay. Here are the, here are the majors. The masters 17th. No, no, excuse me. The masters, he tied for seventh PGA championship. He got second place to Brooks, uh, us open. He was 19th. That's his worst finish in a major. And then in the open championship, he was 13th. So basically a top 20 in all the majors, two top 10s, plus the two top 10s in the uh, Arnold Palmer and the Players' Championship. So what a season overall. He ends up, he's not the money leader because what's 32 minus 18? That's how much he made in winnings, but he gets the $18 million bonus for winning the Tour Championship. So he ends up being the money, money leader overall with the bonus, but... Just off of uh, pure numbers, he was third behind Scheffler and Rom. So, Rom um, obviously had a great year. Let's let's just go through kind of the season as a whole and what was out there. So, really, to me, there the the key kind of over the season, two things that really happened were the people that won multiple tournaments, and then. The feel-good old-timer story. Some guys that made some some serious comebacks. So with that, let's let's look at the multi-winners. The multi-winners are John Rahm with four wins, Victor Hovland with four wins, and th- those are the two leaders on the PGA Tour. Taylor Gooch has three wins total on Live. He had two in a row as well. Keegan Bradley two wins. Brooks Kepcha wins the PGA Championship and the Live event. He gets two wins. Homa gets two wins. Max Homa. Lucas Glover gets two wins. Rory McIlroy gets two wins. Scheffler gets two wins. Tony Finau gets two wins. And Wyndham Clark gets two wins. Those are our multi-winners. 
And then on the feel-good stories, feel-good old-timer stories, people making comeback, the first one of the year was Justin Rose, won the AT&T Pebble Beach in February. And then uh, Jason Day won. I, I forget the tournament he won. And then Ricky Fowler also won. Ricky Fowler, nobody moves in the needle like Ricky. And uh, he, he got back into his winning ways. And he played well at the U.S. Open as well. Kind of didn't have have the carry through on Sunday, but he played three solid rounds. The other kind of, I mean, we mentioned him earlier on the multi-winners, but Keegan Bradley, obviously, um, he hasn't won in a long time. And then he ends up winning too. Lucas Glover. I don't think Lucas Glover's won in 10 years, and, and he won two in a row as well. And I guess we could throw Rory in there. He's kind of a little on the older side, but he wins every year. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say like Day, Ricky, Jason Day, Ricky Fowler, Justin Rose, and Lucas Glover have not won in years. And so they really came through this year, had great years, and really cemented themselves in the into the top 30. Oh, one more thing with uh, Hovland winning last week. He gets a five-year exemption into all the majors, and I believe into all the elevated events as well. So, could he be the next guy to go to live? They're between PGA and live right now because they're negotiating uh, a merger or what are we calling it? A new company, the PIF. They're not allowed to poach talent back and forth. So they're in a freeze on that. But Hovland may be the next to go. I mean, the guy moves the needle. He's always got a smile on his face. He looks like he, he, looks like he ate a gummy all day long. Um, very relaxed. Really, really great personality as well. So that is kind of wrapping up the season as a whole. And now they'll, they, the season, we're now officially, I guess, into next year's season. And there are some, some, what was I calling them? Not sub events, but well, they're not elevated events. They're not even, they're, they're lower than, than just a regular tour event. But basically what they're doing with these, I think there's eight events now between now and the beginning of next year's, uh, the start of next year's season. And these are allowing some of these guys that are within the uh, probably like the top 100 to gain points so that they can get into the top 70 or 60, I forget what it is, so that they can be in the elevated events next year. So an opportunity for those guys to move up and you know get some invites into the big tournaments next year. Obviously, the elevated events are a $20 million purse, which means $3 million to the winner. So it's something uh, quite remarkable to strive for. Okay, let's talk about the, the the next big event then is the Ryder Cup. And then the news out today, Tuesday, August 29th, is the Ryder Cup team selection just happened. And you do have to feel for a guy like Zach Johnson, the captain, to make the picks. In addition to just the people that got picked or not picked, you know, we're obviously talking about he's got to put the calls in, you know, not the happy calls, obviously, but the bad calls as well. And I'm sure some people were pretty ticked about this one this year. And um, one of the things, though, that you do have to consider with this, with these picks is 
we are forming a team, so we do need some leadership. And I think, you know, with that said, you know, who are the, who are the leaders, right? And so you have your, your six people that automatically qualify. And those are Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, who's never played, Brian Harmon, who's never played, Patrick Cantlay, Max Homa, and then uh, Homa's never played either, and then Xander. So out of those first six auto qualifiers, three of them have never played before. So I guess we got to factor that in. You know, like, there's a lot of prognostication out there that you need leadership and you need this and you need that. But to me, it's like, take the 12 best. You know, like, if it's new people, or even better, take a bunch of people that are, like, really young and then let them play through the system for a few years. Who cares if they lose? We lose to Europe anyways every time we're in Europe. So you might as well get a young bunch in there. But that is not what happened. And let's just put it out there. There's a club within the PGA Tour. And some people just ain't in it. And the club is Spieth. And the club is Justin Thomas. And Ricky Fowler. And several others. And if and, and Zach Johnson. And if you're not in the club, you ain't getting picked. And case in point, Keegan Bradley didn't get picked. Why didn't get Keegan Bradley get picked? He won two tournaments this year. Two tournaments towards the end of the year. He's been having a good year all season, and he's gotten hot at the end. But he doesn't get picked. He had some words on Twitter today about, basically, I'm not part of the club. I try to be nice to people. I try to get along with people. But I ain't in the club. So that's what it comes down to. And if you listen to the podcast in the last few weeks, you've heard me say it. Justin Thomas should have went to Zach, Zach Johnson and said, I don't deserve to be on this team. Because he doesn't. And he should have made it easy on Zach to not pick him. Now, you'll say, well, we need the leadership and he's got a good record. and yeah, but He's had a horrible year. Like, are we rewarding bad behavior? Or bad play, in this case? So... Here's your final six captain's picks. The captain. Jordan Spieth. No argument for me there. Uh, Brooks Kepcha, Also no argument. In fact, a great pick. And when I was saying earlier that this team needs leaderships, leadership, Brooks is going to give it to you. It's going to be salty. He may not talk to you for a few days if you don't play good. But, you know, I mean, that gets performance. You know, I mean... Um, the San Francisco Giants, when they had their good championship run the last, I don't know, about six or seven years ago, had a player that everybody thought was a, a little skittish, little nuts, and everybody was a little afraid of, and that was Hunter Pence. He just had this look like, you know, you didn't want to disappoint him. He might he might scream at you. He might destroy the clubhouse. And that's kind of what Brooks is, you know. You got you to gotta play up to, to his standard, and he's a salty guy. The okay, so we got Spieth, Brooks Kepcha, Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, also a rookie. Sam has had a good year. He won one tournament, and he's buddies with Scheffler. Once again, got to be friends with the right people. Ricky Fowler, everybody loves Ricky, and then of course Justin Thomas. So, talking smack now. If they all play good, then I guess I'll have to eat some crow. But for me, just putting a guy on there because what he's done in the past and he's had a horrible, like, what have you done for me lately? Seriously. 
Like, I have no loyalty to any of these folks. I don't know any of them. I just see what I see. And we will see what happens with all of that. That's in Rome. Very end of September, first week in October is where the tournament will be played. Um, I don't even know about the European team, but I know Rom is on it, Hovland's on it, Rory's on it. So it's going to, they got a good, they got three good ones at the top. That's for sure. And, you know, it's, it's, it's going to come down to a, a great tournament. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf VPN. That, my friends, is This Week in Golf. That's the 2023 season. We'll be checking in and doing the podcast more. There's plenty of news that happens in the off season, And look forward to bringing it all to you. That's a wrap.